building that first six figures is the hardest part of all of this. Once you crack that, it's like, okay, I know how I can keep growing now. I know how I could make another six doing another thing because I Mm. get it. And so much of it is obviously on us, but it takes time to like kind of marinate. You've got to show up. You've got to stay the course. Even when you're like, well, I'm not making money yet. I'm not making the kind of money yet that I want to make. It's not an overnight thing. And I think that's where people get tripped up. And then the motivation is off in terms of what they're going to invest in. Hello and welcome to The Mommy Millionaire Show. This is your host, Kayla Kraft. I am a mom of three, multimillionaire, master life coach, and money mindset queen. I am so happy and thankful that you're here. I am actually on a mission to help 1 million women make a million dollars or more a year. That could be you. Every week, I'm bringing you inspiring stories to help you feel empowered, to broaden your horizons, to gain clarity and strategy on living your best life. Over at Mommy Millionaire, we pursue our lives with purpose and love and the riches always follow. So stay tuned because I'm bringing you episodes twice a week. I believe you are your biggest asset. So let's build you up today. Let's get into it. So excited about today's special interview. And the reason why is because I think I actually met her first because she was a podcast listener. And I always believe that things come and make a full circle. And here she is on the podcast today. And I'm really excited because she's somebody that came to me really frustrated, had just left corporate America and was like trying to make it work as an entrepreneur. And there's a lot of mindset shifts that have to happen coming from an employee to an entrepreneur. And she has figured it out. And I'm so excited to celebrate her with all of you today. And I hope that you get a lot of hope and inspiration from this podcast. And I know because she is who she is, she's probably going to give you a ton of practical tips that you could put into place being an entrepreneur right now. But I am so happy to welcome Julie Ciardi. She is a former Fortune 500 marketing VP turned multi-passionate entrepreneur. She is the podcast host of Ignite Your Side Hustle. Julie believes that there has never been a better time for women to create an additional income stream that is aligned to her passions and purpose on this planet. She also believes that it is the wild, wild west out there for these women They're wasting so much time and money and not making any money. It is causing friction with their spouse, affecting their confidence, and robbing them of their dreams. With this in mind, Julie is dedicated to helping women create profitable side hustles that give them joy, purpose, and profit with proven timeless business strategies in today's online world. Julie is the creator of Ignite University, a -a one-of-a-kind program to ignite purpose, passion, and profit with proven methodologies in business as well as creating a mastermind space for like-minded women. Julie is a mom of two teenagers and a first grader and a wife to a police officer. Yay. So welcome, Julie, to the show. Oh, Kayla, thank you so much. It is such an honor to be here. I am so thankful for you and all that you have done. And you're absolutely right. 
you are one of the main reasons that I kind of stayed with this wild, wild ride of becoming an entrepreneur (laughs) because I was a podcast listener and then actually was in your mastermind. And you helped me find that belief that I didn't quite yet have in myself and in the possibility. So I am forever thankful for you and all that you do. Mm, Okay. So I want to take them all the way back to you quitting corporate America. Why in the heck would you leave this like high paying? I know you're making like multiple six figures, you know, and you're getting all these confidence boosts all the time because you're good at what you do. Why would you leave that to go into the wild, wild west? Oh, yeah. It was not a decision that was taken lightly. In fact, it's why it took so long to make it, but it was in my heart from gosh, I want to say within my first five years of joining corporate, I was like, ooh. (laughs) I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like how people are treating each other. It's very toxic. People are numbers. They don't matter. And that part was very eye opening to me. And I kind of, you know, as I had my first child, which she's now 17. So, you know, 18 years ago, I guess I was sitting there thinking, okay, someday, someday I'd love to do my own thing. And I can remember, you'll appreciate this, Kayla. I was literally just had had my first daughter. So it was like I said, 17 years ago. And I was sitting there and I was nursing her. Now, this will probably be shocking for everybody, but there was no Facebook. There was no Instagram. (laughs) The way to find information was like, I think it was babycenter.com was like the only place you could go, right? Yes, right. And so I remember sitting there, I was nursing her and I didn't have any other ways to see what was possible. Mm -hmm. Like we have this gift to now. And I can remember thinking, I want to do my own thing. I started calling different businesses to see if I could create a franchise. Like we're talking 18 years ago. Like I laugh, like thinking about it now. I didn't know what was possible. I just knew I wanted out. <laughs> then of course, you know, I'm a mom, I'm an overachiever. I continue to grow up the path of this particular company. And it's really hard to walk away from really great money. So I end up having the three kids. I keep growing in my career and I continue to promise myself that once the kids are older and I'm not this primary breadwinner anymore, having to make sure that we have this lifestyle and stability and all of these things, then I'm going to pursue my own thing. Mm. And I love my husband. He's amazing. He's a police officer. He's a sergeant in our local police department. And you know, I love him for what he does, but it doesn't make a lot of money. And there's no room for growth. There's Mm -hmm. no room to make more money. So it was really all on my shoulders. And I got to tell you, Caleb, I hit the highest level I probably was going to get to in that company. I was vice president. And it's so crazy. I keep saying Fortune 500, but this is a Fortune 100 company. I mean, it is like in the top 20 companies. And I got to this very high level position and I looked around and I was like, I don't want to be here. Mm. The toxicity was only worse at the top. Mm. And it finally got to the point where I said to my husband, I can't do this anymore. I have to go pursue my own thing. And I know it's scary, but I have to do this. So it just got to that boiling point, Kayla, where I couldn't quiet the voice anymore inside Mm -hmm. of my head and that I had to give it a go. Mm, I love that. And how many listeners are listening right now thinking, oh my gosh, I've been there before. I'm in a toxic environment right now. And you're looking for somebody to go first. Julie's your person. You know, she's done it and she's living proof that you can be in that environment and then go out there and make your dreams happen when you start to say yes to you. So you leave this toxic environment. I wish it was overnight, right? But right. It, right? It's right. never overnight. And so for those that might need to hear this, you know, sometimes you make decisions in the now for your future self. And so good. your mm-hmm. future self is either going to be saying thank you mm-hmm. for making that choice or why didn't you make that choice, right? And so I always say that myself right now is like, thank you, Julie. Thank you for taking these chances. But what I did, you know, I want to say that I was both smart and risky at the same time. 
So I really sat down. I crunched some numbers. I even remember talking to our accountant at the time. And he had said, look, Julie, it's not about how much money you make. It's how much money you keep. Mm -hmm. And so we looked at, I was living in this like 4,000 square foot home. You know, our taxes were like 20,000 a year and crazy stuff. And we were going on these like very expensive vacations and yeah, living the life some would say, but I was like, am I going to be handcuffed to a house, Mm -hmm. you know, to have to stay in this job? And so we made the very, very bold move to sell our house and downsize for a bit. And that was the key for a bit. I was always like, you know what? We're going to take a little step back so we can slingshot further into the future into what we want. And that was a really hard decision. People thought we were crazy. People thought I was crazy. Like, wait, you're selling your home. You're leaving this job. Like, what are you doing? But here's the thing. We were able to reduce our mortgage and our taxes by 60% just from doing that one thing. We did a few other things to kind of rein in the expenses for a period of time. My husband was able to kind of pursue his career a little further. He had to say no to a lot of promotions because of my crazy job where I was traveling all over the world. And so now he got to lean in. And so we got a little bit more money there and all the things. So we figured it out. And did it mean we didn't take the $10,000 vacation to St. Martin for a year? Yeah, it did. But thank Mm -hmm. God, because here's the thing. I know you talk about this on the show, Kayla, and it's so true. I have three kids. Yeah. Two of them are in high school. One is applying to colleges right now. And I'm going to, I already, I knew I was going to probably cry a couple times on this interview, mm-hmm. but she's applying to schools right now. And she wrote a whole essay on entrepreneurship and seeing things differently and my story. And my son, who's a sophomore now, he has like big dreams and he knows that he has like the freedom and the support to make choices that he wants to pursue, not what everyone else in his school or whatever is telling him he's supposed to do. And so for those listening, I also have the little guy, he doesn't really know what's going on, you know, but he's watching. The older two, now that they're older, they're like, wow, you made a huge decision, mom. Mm-hmm. And it's giving them permission. Yeah. That just means the world. I love that. Well, I always say, yeah, your kids are not going to do what you tell them to do. They're going to do what you do. And they're probably going to do half of that. And so when you make these big, bold, audacious moves, you give them that audacity to go after their dreams. So I'm so proud of you. You're an absolutely amazing mom. Now, when you said, okay, I'm going to downsize and I'm going to do all these things to now invest in my business. And you know, I know you invested in courses, masterminds, coaches, like all of the things. What was the mindset there where you're like, I need to invest in myself in order to know what I don't know now? Yes. Uh, it's such a good question because when I think about it, I realized that I made bold moves to invest some with the right motivation and some with the wrong motivation. We'll start with the wrong motivation. The wrong motivation was thinking that there was the next shiny object that was going to be the answer, which I definitely spent way too much money in all those things. The other bold moves in investing were the right ones and they were to be able to connect myself and learn from people that have what I want, that have taken this journey before me and helped me to see that the answer is actually me and not the next shiny thing. Does that make sense? Like I've definitely spent money in the wrong areas, but those that were in the right area were to align myself. Like I invested in your mastermind Mm -hmm. and you gave me and helped me dig out that belief in myself that I'll still never forget, like literally sitting or standing in your living room, (laughs) California, and me like still so unsure, could I do this? And you like looked at me and you're like, 
you're a former Fortune 500 vice president. You know, you've been on stages. You have been doing this. Like, why do you think you're not capable? So it was like major (laughs) investments that were really, really scary. Like when I was messaging you, like, I need help. I made those investments because I knew you were going to help me. And it was the truth. And I would just say to anyone listening, I know that it's so scary and it's such a very different thing to invest in because when you're in corporate, Kayla, obviously you were a nurse before and then in network marketing, you kind of get some training in network marketing. But when you're a corporate, I mean, you're given kind of these, I'm using air quotes, these leadership courses and programs and things that corporate pays for. They're usually pretty dry and not that great. (laughs) No personal development, you know, Mm -hmm. included, right? So this idea of investing in coaching, mm-hmm. investing in a mastermind, it was so foreign to me. But at the same time, I knew in my DNA that it was something that I had to do, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think people know it and then they buy into the excuse, I don't have any money. It's not the right time for me right now. What would you say to those people? Because you're in this business now, right? Where you're asking people to invest in themselves to invest in your programs. So how do you help people over that hump? You know, the hardest thing is, is that there's no one answer in terms of how you solve for it. You have to go with what is outside your comfort zone, but isn't going to cause like massive issues, right? So Mm. for example, for me personally, I was like, well, that's okay. I'm taking this credit card out and I'm doing it because I know I'm going to make my money back. I, I just knew it. So I had that belief in myself. For others, maybe it's that you, okay, you know what? I'm going to sell this or this and make some money so I can invest. That's fine. Whatever you need to do. But here's the thing. We're so accustomed now to that. If you're going to be a lawyer or a doctor or a teacher or a nurse or a hairstylist, nail technician, I mean, I don't care what it is, right? What do you have to do? You have Mm -hmm. to invest money to get certified, to get training, to get education. I don't know why we think that to become an entrepreneur, which is like one of the like, not hard, I hate to use the word hard, but it requires so much knowledge and learning and mindset and all the things. Why do we think we're going to do that without investing? Like makes no sense to me. (laughs) I love it. I want to circle back because you said something interesting. You said, and I've invested into the wrong things. And I'll challenge you there, right? Because... Every time we invest in ourselves, even if we didn't end up getting what we expected, we always get something. So what do you think you got from those things that didn't necessarily like meet your expectations of why you joined it or why you invested in it? That's such a good question. Uh, You know what, Kelly? And I'll retract what I said there. My motivation was off. Yeah. Okay. It Ooh, wasn't so talk to me about yeah. the motivation. Did you think it was going to be a quick fix? Did you think? Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Right? So in joining something like your mastermind, I didn't feel that way. It was about things like, oh, LinkedIn training. Oh, I'm going to go take the LinkedIn training. Wait, no, it's Pinterest. Okay, now I'm going to go take the Pinterest thing. And like, that's where, yes, I love it because the things that I did learn I am either applying or, you know, I'm connecting other people to that course now yeah. if they want to go on LinkedIn. Like, it's not that the course itself, like, I actually really, if I think back, I don't think I really ever invested in anything awful at all because I did my research and I always ask people, have you ever worked with this person or whatever? So it was more that my motivation was off. And I see this all the time. Everyone is looking for that quick fix. I always like to say that I've now learned that there's no overnight success. There are overnight breakthroughs though. So you could have an overnight breakthrough. And I think oftentimes we'll hear about people having that breakthrough because they're sharing their success on a podcast or they're sharing it in their stories or whatever. 
but it was a breakthrough. They had a bunch of lead up to get there. Mm -hmm. And I think that the motivation is off if you are going into any investment going, okay, this is the thing that's going to grow my business. No, you're the thing that's going to grow your business. Oh my gosh. So good. You are the thing that's going to grow your business. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I think the power there is that you can't ever put that power into somebody else's hands. Whether you're investing in a coach, a course, a program, a mastermind, you never give that power. The power is always in you. That's it. And I see it with my own students all the time. I have some students that are just like, is this going to work for me? Right. Mm -hmm. And if you go into it with that question, is this going to work for me? You're already in the wrong space. Mm -hmm. If you go into it as I'm going to make this work for me, right? (laughs) It's a totally different thing because Mm -hmm. you know, you've got to show up and you've got to do the work. And I know that's kind of cliche nowadays, right? I go show up and do the work. But I think that really is like a huge message that I do want your audience to hear because I believe, and I think you believe the same thing, like building that first six figures is the hardest part of all of this. Once you crack that, it's like, okay, I know how I can keep growing now. I know how I could make another six doing another thing because I Mm. get it. And so much of it is obviously on us, but it takes time to like kind of marinate. You've got to show up. You've got to stay the course. Even when you're like, well, I'm not making money yet. I'm not making the kind of money yet that I want to make. It's not an overnight thing. And I think that's where people get tripped up. And then the motivation is off in terms of what they're going to invest in. Oh my goodness. I absolutely love that. Let's talk about that because your road to your first six figures was not easy. You know, it was kind of like a go up and then down, go up and then down. And I think that's very normal. Everybody experiences that as you're pivoting and figuring out your perfect offer and your perfect audience. But a lot of people get stuck when they try the first thing and it doesn't land. They're like, I'm not meant for this. I'm not meant for this life. So talk to me about how you dealt with the ups and downs. You know, you're telling your husband, hey, it's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're going to downsize, but we're not going to be here for long. And then you're there longer than you expected. And he's saying, you need to go back and get a job. We're done. Tell me about that. When I tell you it was one of the hardest, so funny how it's been one of the hardest and most rewarding journeys so far, but it was so hard from that aspect in that I always say, when you're trying to find the belief in yourself and get your own mindset right and pick yourself up when maybe a launch doesn't go the way you think it's going to go or something Mm -hmm. happens. And as you're trying to put so much into yourself that you have your own spouse right next to you kind of looking at you like, well, when is this going to (laughs) work? Like there is nothing. That is a really hard place. I know you've been there Mm -hmm. too. It's astronomically difficult. And I know that there are many listeners, many women that are listening that might be in that space. And here's first and foremost, from their perspective and trying to you know, help them out a little bit, the husbands, is that they are coming from a place of fear and trying to protect. And I will never forget, I stood there at Mommy Millionaire Live and like I cried several times. This is only a year ago, people. Okay? This is a year ago this month. And crying, saying like, my husband isn't supporting me and we're having really big issues because I'm trying to pursue this dream. And I said to Chase, I'm like, can I talk to you for a few minutes? And this is exactly what he said to me. He is afraid. He's worried. He loves you, mm-hmm. but he wants you to have this dream. But if it's going to be at the sacrifice, he's scared and give him time. And so I think really, I would say the big thing that I had to do was I had to cultivate that belief in myself and in the process Mm -hmm. that it was going to happen. 
the problem was it definitely did not happen in the time frame I thought it was going to happen. Happen, And just as you said, I was kind of like, I would try something that it didn't work. So I'd move here. I would try this. But the funny thing is just like the different courses and investing in different things had a purpose. So did that journey yes. because this is what I want so many people to understand. We think that we're going to have a business idea that we think we're going to know who we're going to target. And then we're just going to go and try to launch that and repeat and repeat and repeat. I mean, sometimes that happens, but mm-hmm. for a lot of us, it's a process of actually fine tuning. Well, who are we really targeting? What transformation are we really trying to help them get to? And how are we going to do that? And all of the things. And I was way too vague in the beginning. I think my podcast was originally called More Than Mommy. And I became a life coach and I was like, oh, it's going to help. It was all too vague. And when we're vague, we're lukewarm. Mm-hmm. We're vague. You're lukewarm. You're not making any impact in the market. This is super important. You guys pay attention to this because most people yeah. are too vague. I know I fell in this category for far too long too, because we want to help everybody. We want to help everybody. And <laughs> we still don't know enough about where we're going. So it's mm-hmm. crazy, right? So, so vague, lukewarm, it means you don't stand out, right? Yeah. And so I really was hovering there and I'd have some success. I mean, you know, I, I would have some success. I would have a little bit of a launch, and it, but it was too vague. But here's the thing. I wouldn't have known that if I didn't take that imperfect action. Mm. So please, if you're listening, don't think that you have to like wait until you're perfectly specific (laughs) to -hmm. get started either. I do think that's part of the journey. So what happens is is that you start, you take that imperfect action, and then you're going to learn. And then you're going to not pivot, but you're going to like refine, Mm -hmm. refine. And that's exactly what happened. I would launch something and I'm like, you know what? I liked working with those people, but I didn't love working with those people. And I was like, why do I like working with them? Oh, because they want this. They want that, right? I started to really understand not just who my ideal customer was from what I could offer them, but also who I wanted to work with. That's huge, you know? And so it's all a process. Well, a lot of people think that they don't have a choice Mm. they can work with, right? We're like, well, I know I can help that person. So I'm just going to help that person. But do you want to help that person? Like, do those people light you up? And people think, well, I'm not at that point yet, Kayla, where I can choose. I can't be picky. You need to be picky from the beginning. Yes. A hundred percent. And you're going to learn. You're going to make the mistakes of working with people that you don't want to, but you learn. And that's the process. That's why I always say that there's no overnight success. There's an overnight breakthrough because that overnight breakthrough comes from all of this refining and you intentionally deciding like, no, this is who I want to work with. This is when I want to help them achieve. Then all of a sudden, this is what I love, right? When I hear someone say, well, I don't really know what to post. I don't really know what to talk about. Then I always say, then you don't know who you're trying to help and serve. Because when you know who you are trying to serve, and when I mean who, I don't mean moms in their 30s that are... No. I mean, like women, you got to know what's in their head. What are their thoughts, their fears, their worries, their desires? When you know her, your content is endless. Wow. That's endless. so true. Yeah. Well, you know how to solve her problems. And so when you have the solution to somebody's problems, you can't shut up about it. It's like you have the cure to exactly. cancer. You yes. want to let everybody know. <laughs> exactly. But when you don't know who you're talking to or what you're offering, yeah, you're kind of like, uh, what, you know, what am I posting today? What am I doing today? So I would just say that don't wait until it's perfect and you know exactly who, but at the same time, know that the more that you show up, you put content out there, you see what's going to work, what's not going to work. Basically, it's like a big block of clay, you know, and you're kind of continually trying to shape it into the thing that you want it to be. And it mm-hmm. takes time. So really be cognizant of that, that you want to really be able to focus in on who are you trying to serve? That's the linchpin of everything. 
Yeah. And really focusing on enjoying the journey. Every time you hit these big goals, which I know you're like, you're smashing things out of the park now, but it's about having fun on the way there. Because even when you get the paycheck, it's not as fun as doing the thing and leading up to the thing. Do you agree with that, Julie? I do right now in the moment. (laughs) Because I think, you know what, Kayla's so interesting is that I really was enjoying the journey of this creation and building and learning and taking imperfect action. And I loved it. But you got to remember, I also had, and I'm sure there's many women listening that have this, I also had this like pressure around me of, and I mean, I love my husband, but scarcity mindset thinking and basically the opposite of everything I was trying to build up in myself. Mm -hmm. And so that was putting that pressure on. So it was kind of this friction that was growing of like, I guess I'm enjoying it. I know it's going to take time. I knew it was going to take time. But then having this other pressure, and I would just say that to anyone that's in that pressure cooker, because it really feels like it, stay the course. It's going to be uncomfortable for a little bit, but lean into that belief. Don't stop. And you know, I'm sure we'll get there in this discussion, but things have made a complete 180 for my husband and I, not because he changed, but because I stayed the course. We're going to take a quick break from the episode because I wanted to let you in on a secret. I have opened up the Mommy Millionaire Mastermind one last time. I'm really excited about this because when I first joined a mastermind back in 2018, everything changed for me. I got in the right room with the right people who caused me to up level. What I found by being a part of a mastermind was that I really wanted to create a special group of women because I believe when we get females together we can learn how to harness our feminine energy to build powerful empires. And so if you're looking to be reminded of who you are in life and in business, this Mommy Millionaire Mastermind is the perfect spot for you to be. So if you want to make 2021 the best year ever, I highly advise you to head over to mommymillionaire.co forward slash mastermind to fill out an application to join. I'm super picky about who comes into the group because I want you to be ambitious. I want you to be family-oriented. And I want you to have an impact piece of your business. You want to be giving back to the world. If that is you and you want to build your business the way only a woman can, and you want to be surrounded by powerful females, then head over there and apply to join today. I love you. Let's get back into the episode. You know, I think it's interesting that you're saying, stay the course, just keep going, just keep going because people know that, right? It's like, okay, I know I just need to keep going. Eventually I'm going to figure it out, but also like challenging them too, because what is something you know now that you wish you would have known then? Because, you know, pressure is always a choice. Being in a pressure cooker is always a choice. And it's the way that you're looking at things. It's a pressure cooker is an illusion yep. because it's just giving your power away to somebody else. You're saying that they have that much power over me, even if it's a spouse, that they're allowed to put pressure on me like that. So what would you have done differently or thought differently or spent time with that little Julie inside of you who had something to yeah. prove to her husband, knowing what you know now, like you're going to end the year. Uh, what did you say you're going to end the year at? We're at 350 and counting now, 350K and counting Woo-hoo! now. <laughs> right? Yeah. So what do you wish she would have done differently? How do you wish she would have been talking to herself differently? I wish that I had not spent so much energy on trying to convince him or oh, trying. Yes. Right? So that's exhausting. It's mm-hmm. exhausting. But at the same time, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. But for me now, looking back, I do want to like hug her 
because I feel like you're so proud of her. I'm so proud of her because that was really hard to, you know, every time, you know, she'd be like ready, like, okay, I got this. I got this. She would let some of that power go because, you know, her husband would say something. So I just think back like, oh, I just want to give her a hug, but also say good job. You just never stopped. But here's the other thing, you know, Kayla, I also, and I tell women this all the time. I also learned, I just wish I learned this faster to not put the expectations of understanding what I am doing and being the source of praise. I took that kind of from my husband and actually decided I want that from people that understand this, if this makes sense. So I decided, okay, wait, when I get this huge win, I love him, but he didn't know what, what does he mean by launch? What are you launching? What does that mean? Right? Like, so whether it was a launch or, you know, hey, these Facebook ads are really, you know, we've got this great cost per lead. Like he's not the person that I'm going to go and talk to or celebrate with on that. Those things, I need my people. I need the women that I can go to and say, hey, this launch was great or this happened or, hey, I just had this really difficult client and I'd love to talk with you about it or whatever. Once I shifted my support system to kind of where it needed to be now, my support system for love and family and all those other things were coming from my husband and my family. But I realized I put the expectation on him to the Mm -hmm. point where if he didn't give me the reaction I wanted or the reaction was harsher than I thought it was going to be on something, that was derailing. Mm-hmm. And I should just never have had that expectation, if that makes sense. Well, yeah. And it's not like when you would have these big wins in your VP job, you would go home and try to explain the numbers to him. No, you're just like, I had a good day, you know? Exactly. And I remember I used to do that with Chase too. Like when I was in nursing and I'd have like good days, I'd be just like, oh my gosh, today was so fulfilling, you know? But that would be it. Like I'm not going to explain to him how we save somebody's life because it's way over his head. But we do, we put these expectations that everybody should understand entrepreneurship and especially online marketing. And it's just not going to happen. So I love that. I love that advice. And then also you said you wish you could go back and hug her now. And so for the moms and the women listening in right now, hug yourself right now, celebrate yourself right now, look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself how proud you are of yourself. Because you're listening to this podcast, you're probably going out there and making moves every single day. And she needs to hear along the way that you are proud of her because that is one way that she's not going to give up is knowing that somebody's proud of her and it might just be herself and that's okay. That's the number one person that matters. Totally. A hundred percent. And I think the other thing I wish that I had known was that it takes longer than you think. And the funny thing is, is that that's kind of the truth for anything that you want in life. That's good. That's amazing. That is like your dream. It's going to take that time. And I think that most people just give up. They'd give up before they get there. And I'm not going to lie. You know, I was at that point several times where I'm like, all right, should I throw in the towel? And I would lean into, okay, well, you know what? Maybe I'll get something temporary. I could have gone and been a marketing consultant at any large company at any time. Like, you know, if I really wanted to go do that to make money, I mean, that wouldn't have been hard. I didn't want to. (laughs) And so I kept kind of just making sure that I realized, okay, worst case scenario is I could do that. And knowing that that was the worst case scenario, it was like, okay, I am not going to let my worst case scenario come true though. I am going to do this. And I just wish I knew it's going to take as long as it did. And it's different for everybody. It's a different time frame. There's no one time frame. But just give yourself that grace that it's okay if it's not going as fast as you thought it was going to. Mm. Watching women, it usually will take longer for the people that have such strict guidelines of when it has to happen. Yes. Because it's almost like you give off that desperation energy, that neediness, and need repels desires. 
And so when you throw it out there and you say, okay, you know, I know I'm going to have a million dollar business. It's just a matter of time. With every launch you have, you say, oh, I'm getting closer and closer to cracking the code on it. Thank you for that experience. Then it releases that pressure again and it makes it easier and more available to you in your physical reality when you don't have that, like, oh, it needs to happen by March. So I think that's something that's really special about being a woman is learning that surrender power because we have to do that in our love lives, in our negotiations. Like We have that power more than a man does of going, okay, I know this is going to happen. Thank you for this experience along the way. You know, and just like being able to go with the flow, being able to go with the flow is such a powerful, powerful energy. Back to knowing something's going to happen. That's what kept me going this whole time. And it was funny earlier this year when things really started to pick up and I was like, oh, I got it now. I know what I'm doing. I know how I'm doing this. I know how to make this more sustainable and repeatable. When that all clicked, again, overnight breakthrough, (laughs) not success, but it was a breakthrough. I was like, oh, we're going to retire my husband this year. And I kept saying it was on my vision board. We're going to retire him this year. And you know what? He just gave notice. He's retiring in January. He just told his Mm -hmm. chief. So (laughs) it's leaning into that belief like this is going to happen. I don't know all the answers. I don't know exactly how, but and now it is. So that is the other big thing. So what is he going to do now that he's retiring? Ooh, it's so fun. So he's got some entrepreneurial ideas himself. So real estate, flipping houses. He wants to also potentially... Oh, actually, he just got two adjunct professor roles teaching online at colleges criminal justice. So we already landed oh, that. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's going to be really fun. We're going to have a little bit of some entrepreneurial fun with him too. So this is really exciting. <laughs> Now, is he more open to personal development now after he's seen how much work you've put in on that side? Oh, it's so funny you ask that, Kayla, because if you're going to ask on the entrepreneurial side of things, yes, personal development, we're still not quite there yet, but we'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think... (laughs) Yeah. And I just knew that women are... They're thinking that in their minds, right? They're like, I wonder how he is now. And I think the most powerful, and I want to hear what you have to say about this, but the most powerful thing we can do as spouses is practice that unconditional love for where our partners are at. Because again, it's that needy energy that we give off when we're like, oh, I wish you would read the secrets of the millionaire mind and our marriage would be better. You know, again, he's repelled from it. He's like, I don't want to touch coaching any of it. And so the moment you just practice love and loving him for who he is right now, when people feel accepted, and loved and understood, that is when they decide to take action, you know, and want to be better for themselves and for other people and for the world. A hundred percent. And I would say for him, he has seen that you can create something yourself. So on the entrepreneurial side of things, absolutely like kind of like leading by example. And I'm always encouraging him like, yeah, whatever you want to do, let's do it. We'll figure it out. There's a way, right? I will say that one thing that I have seen that's amazing, and this is just part of his journey, is that you know he has now looked at me like actually I had my first book come out last week, which is so exciting, and he is so proud. And so the moment it all came together for me, like I got tears in my eyes. It was we were at a barbecue a couple weeks ago, and you know he stood up and he was talking to this little crowd of people about what I do. And what I've created in my business. And I was listening there and I was like, you know what I do? Like I couldn't even, and he was saying it so well. I really, truly what my business, the purpose of my business. And he was just talking about how proud he was of me. 
And that was a huge moment for us Mm -hmm. because that was the first time that had ever happened. And I really do know his heart and that he is super proud. And I'm glad we went through all that we've gone through and we'll go through more. That's just life. But it was worth the hard stuff to get to here. Mm, So beautiful. I'm so happy for you guys. So happy for you guys. So tell me about, you know, everything going on in the world right now. I say there's going to be more millionaires and billionaires created out of this time than ever before. What are you doing to secure your wealth during this time? Yeah. So it's amazing. One of the things, and you know, it's interesting, again, it's learning from others and seeing what others are doing of what's possible. I think you started saying it pretty much right when, well, one, when I was listening to your podcast, but then, you know, being part of your mastermind, like property right now. It's so funny. We had three visits scheduled, like planes booked everything to head down to Florida because we want to buy our first investment property. And we had three flights booked. And of course, throughout the pandemic, that's all gotten kiboshed and rescheduled. But we have the money sitting there. Like We are waiting. We are going to be investing in property. There's no doubt about that. Like Can't wait. That's super important to us. But also... I think the other thing, Kayla, is that having taken that step back from that crazy life that we were living when I had this big job in corporate and all of that, we're just being smarter about like experiences over things. And really, I've always felt this way, but you know, the things they don't matter. And if anything, if we've learned over the last, you know, several months, right, it's experience, it's time with our family. And so for us, I think that we've also been smarter about reining back and being much more choosy about where we're going to spend our money and where we're going to save our money and then how we're going to be investing in whether it's property or in, you know, we have some friends that have a business that we're looking to invest in. That just wouldn't have been something we would have even thought about back when I was in corporate. Because Mm -hmm. the corporate mindset, it's like you have your job, you've got your 401k, you're saving that until you retire. You know, maybe you've got some stock options with the company. Like that's it. I just didn't see a lot of other people doing things in the investment space, especially with properties. And so I do think that's been a really fun byproduct of going down this entrepreneurial journey is just this whole other realm of where we can actually invest and grow our money, not the traditional 401k way. Mm. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. I'm so proud of you for doing that and getting ahead. And things that people need to be thinking about right now are what can you do to pay yourself first? A lot of people think, oh, I need to pay off my debt first. And I was like, no, 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 no. You actually need to start investing right now because otherwise you're never going to get ahead. You know, that's what so the true. rest of the world does is like, they're just trying to get out of debt. And I'm like, yeah, you know, then you never get ahead. So I love that the first thing you're doing is going and investing in property. And just side note on that with everybody listening in right now, like don't just do it because Julie says to do it. Don't just do it because Kayla said to do it. Do it because you got educated and it's, you know, a right move for yourself and the type of cash that you bring into your family on a regular basis. Julie, I loved having you on the podcast. You're such an inspiration for moms out there, showing them what is possible when you persist. Mm -hmm. What is one last thing you want to leave with all the mommy millionaires? Oh, that it is so worth it. That your future... I think about this now as I'm making investments, like I hired my first employee and I'm moving from just contractors into having employees and trying to build a company, you know, that's a whole other level, right? And when I think about who do I need to be to start making those decisions now, mm-hmm. it's always thinking about my future self. So just always be thinking of your future self and what will she say looking back to you? Will she say thank you? 
Or will she say, oh, I wish that you had insert whatever. Really, we have got one shot at this, right? We've got one life. Really take that time to ask your future self, like, okay, are you going to be proud of this move? Or are you going to say, why? Why did you do this? Are you going to thank me or be upset with me? And really try to step into that version of you now. Literally, I have it framed right here on my desk. Be, do, have. Who do I need to be? What do I need to do to have what I want? That is so key. You got to work on who you're being. And so Mm -hmm. think of that future self. How do you want her to be responding? Show up as her now. And it's like one of the best pieces of advice I can give you. My goodness. I love it. Where can people find you? Well, I love hanging out on Instagram to talk with people there. So it's Julie Ciardi. Um, yeah, that's like the best place. And like I said, I just you know had my first book come out, which is so exciting. So you can learn more there on Amazon. It's the standout breakout formula. And it's really to help women with their brand building, their message and content creation, and how to not be lukewarm in this online space. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Make sure to go and check out her book, pick up a couple copies, give them out to some friends. Julie, I am so proud of you and just your energy and the way that you show up in the world. You're just constantly a bright light, which so many women need and crave. And you're being that person for so many women. So thank you for showing up, for not giving up. And I can't wait to see what happens for you in the next couple of years. This is truly just the beginning for you. Can I just thank you and just you know, say to you that there's like a few people that I can say in the palm of my hand that were so influential on helping me get to this place. Obviously, it's us first. We have to find it in ourselves. But those mentors, coaches, people that can show you what's in yourself when you can't see it, that's a gift that you have. I have seen you coach live and on Zoom calls, so many women where you help them to see those blind spots, you help them to pull that belief out in themselves. And just thank you for going first before so many of us. And you know, at such a young age, you went first. And I just thank you so much for your wisdom and your love and all that you're doing for all these mommy millionaires. Oh, I love you. Yay. Virtual hug. Yes. <laughs> All right, mommy millionaires. Well, if you loved this episode, which I know you've probably taken like 10 pages of notes because it was so jam-packed with goodness. I know my favorite thing was just really hearing about how she persisted and how she didn't give up. And I know sometimes still on this journey, I'm on that path. I'm like, well, maybe I should just throw in the towel today. And just hearing her story today was like, yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. So know that you're not alone in this and that the devil likes to get people bound up in these fears and in these doubts because he knows you're out there doing big, huge things in the world. And so just know that that things are going to be coming against you, but your purpose and the people you're helping are so much bigger than your fears and doubts right now in this very moment. So make sure to share this out there with your friends, grab the link, text it out to a few people that you know will be inspired from Julie's story. And if you haven't yet, I want you to make sure to leave a review of this show and let us know what you learned. Just head over to iTunes and do that. Also, if you're listening in and hearing about this mastermind, you're like, oh my gosh, I want to be a part of the Mommy Millionaire Mastermind. Make sure to head over to mommymillionaire.co forward slash mastermind because we are hosting our last ever mastermind. So I want to see if you might be a good fit for the crew in 2021. Love you, ladies. Thank you for tuning in and listening all the way through on the Mommy Millionaire Show. 
Make sure to subscribe anywhere that you're listening to podcasts at. And if you happen to have iTunes, would you do me a favor and leave a review of the show? And of course, make it honest. (laughs) I know you're going to give me a five star, right? That's the way that we get this message out to more and more people around the world. Remember, as you do that, whatever you wish to receive, you have to give it first. And so giving a review, you know, something good is going to come your way today. Take the time and do that. Plus, I know you're the type of person who wants to really help people live their best life as well. So you could copy this link, share it out there with your friends, share it on social media. Remember, people need to be inspired more than ever right now. And I know you can help me on this mission. Thank you so much for being a part of the Mommy Millionaire podcast. Until next time, make sure to go after your dreams by being the person you were truly meant to be. Wealthy, happy, peaceful, and full of life. Love you.